The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's get to our guest now, Nanesh Heshler-Fereba is CIO for EMEA and Global Head of Economics and Research at Credit Suisse. She joins us on the line from Singapore today. Uh, we're looking very closely at all of these concerns about a global recession, how deep it could be. We also heard from more Fed officials saying they need to keep hiking rates to restore price stability. Do you kind of agree with one of those speakers, James Bullard, who warned that the Fed's credibility could be on the line here? I think generally the central banks are currently really fighting for their credibility, Juliet. Um, and uh, so far, the Fed has done an okay job because if you look at the break-even 10-year inflation as a as a good reflection of long-term inflation expectations, they have been trending down from their previous highs this year. Uh, so I would say so far the Fed is is on good course, uh, but it is absolutely a fight for credibility against inflation. How concerning is it that we could see a global recession, particularly when you look at what's happening in Europe and the the gas, uh, I guess, crisis that is occurring there? We saw that big 22% jump in futures overnight. In Europe and also in the UK, we think the recession is now is now to be expected um, for 2023, where this is likely to also show in overall the overall annual growth rate. Uh, we do anticipate minus 0.2 percent in our forecast of Credit Suisse for the eurozone uh, and for the UK. It might be also in in the similar in the similar um, magnitude. Um, it might also be come even deeper than that if uh, conditions in, in Europe and the UK continue to deteriorate. In the US, the risk of recession is a bit lower. However, probability of recession is at 30% according to our models, and that is still material. What buffers that uh, potential downturn in the US? Is it still the very strong jobs market? Is it the fact that, that households still have quite a lot to spend? There are really two things that are shielding uh, the U.S. at at the moment. Uh, One is that this is a large economy that um, essentially depends on its private consumption. I mean, the U.S. private consumption contributes the majority of growth. So far, as long as the U.S. labor market is resilient, um, then also the consumers are likely to carry some of these overall uh, growth resilience. That's one. Secondly, as far as the... Uh, housing market is is concerned. Uh, most um, most uh, households do have long term mortgages, so it takes some time before the increase of yields is actually feeding through uh, to their uh, to to their expenses. So that's a second factor: the fact that they have a lot a lot of fixed 
mortgages and that it takes time to feed through the second um, uh, shielding effect. And then thirdly, uh, they're not so exposed to the energy crisis and uh, the direct implications of the war in the Ukraine as countries in Europe are. And Asia uh, buffeted from that too. Let's talk about the China picture because we're closely awaiting the party congress. We have seen President Xi re-emerge after not being seen in public since his first foreign trip in more than two years earlier this month. Do we see a turnaround or a, a let, letting go of some of those very strict COVID zero policies? And if so, how does that help the growth story? I think that in, indeed after the party congress, we, we might be expecting some gradual relaxing here uh, of the, the, the non-zero COVID policy and especially because also the focus now is turning back um, from the global health situation to actually the economic growth situation. We see that also from the comments uh, around international trade and how um, the global economic slowdown is affecting negatively uh, Chinese economic growth. So uh, uh, there is hope uh, that we are going to see gradually what Hong Kong is is now also uh, going through uh, be extended to the regions in China as well. What we do expect is that this will feed into a higher growth rate next year for China than this year. Okay, and let's get now to to your bank's global wealth report because you do see China as among the most countries, uh, sorry, among countries that will add the most millionaires. And and you're saying the world in general is going to get more millionaires after the wealth loss that we've seen in 2022. Just tell us about some of the findings from the Credit Suisse global wealth report. Yeah, I mean, uh, wealth has been on this tragic trajectory of of growth that was really uh, among the most impressive in 2021. It's probably been the year where we have seen the highest growth rate uh, even accounting for exchange rate fluctuations and so forth, um, really very strong growth, uh, more than 9% over the year compared to an average of 6% in, in, previous, in the previous decade. Uh, China, as much as the U.S., have been driving those, and uh, a lot of the wealth increases have come from how strong financial assets have been uh, with all the support that monetary policy, fiscal policy, and so forth have given throughout the pandemic. Um, as global wealth is increasing, so is um, uh, the number of millionaires. And, and so there is really a parallel here to, to expect. Um, we think that, uh, you know, 2022 might be showing a bit of a, uh, a slower growth of wealth um, because of the inflation effect. One thing is to see nominal wealth grow, uh, but the other is to, to really have an increase of real wealth. So there is also going to be a little bit of artificial growth here coming through the effect of, uh, of, of inflation. But over a five-year period, uh, we think that the world continues to move in a very positive trajectory where uh, the, average, uh, the average wealth per adult in the world is likely to first time ever reach the $100,000 uh, mark. And, and mm. that is really a very meaningful level. At the top end, though, is it is wealth being distributed evenly? What countries are, are seeing the, the greatest, I guess, increases in wealth? 
So the distribution of wealth is unequal across countries as well as within uh, a number of countries. We we can measure that, for example, with the help of statistics like uh, the Gini coefficient that is quite well known. Uh, but the good news is that over the last 10 years, in fact, this inequality of distribution across countries for sure uh, has been on the declining trend. And the reason for that was the catch-up of emerging markets and China in particular. Uh, So this is the good news because also going forward, emerging markets will continue to catch up and make up most Mm. of the wealth increases, uh, bringing up the median wealth per adult. All right, Nanette, great to chat. We didn't get to talk about another report that you've edited, which is one I read on the Bloomberg Terminal the other day, and I loved how to invest in handbags, the luxury most likely to hold value. So listeners can find that on the Bloomberg Terminal, the uh, report showing that uh, Chanel bags in particular rose almost 25% in value from the previous year. Nanette heschler de Eber is CIO for EMEA and Global Head for Economics and Research at Credit Suisse with us here in Singapore on Daybreak Asia. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.